0: Cool.
1: So uh we're here with the actually you guys want to introduce yourself? Cause you guys are you guys have some amazing names. You guys have some amazing names. I don't want to <laughs> no. fuck
2: up your name. Are you are you kidding me? You have the amazing name Dick Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, man, is that this... your first name?
1: No, no. See, the running joke is that some people know and some people don't know Dick Richardson. So we don't actually know what my name is yet. Is it Morgan? Is it Dick? I'm gonna keep it going. Uh, my middle name is Richard. I got that. So <laughs>
3: all
2: right, that counts. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess my name's giving me away here on the top of the Zoom. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh yeah. I. I. Um... <laughs> I have a job that I don't want my real name associated to Damn. with this anything. We do. So I created a stage name just to uh, have some fun and create. Well, w- you know, without threatening my livelihood. At this so what's point. your name? So yeah, I'm Chase Efectivo, and I'm joined with uh my co-host Brock.
3: Brock with no K. Brock. Oh no-
1: my god! I've been saying that wrong the whole fucking oh, dude, time. Dude. We dude. thought it was Brock with knock, and we're like, "Is this guy?" <laughs> Himself, brock with knock <laughs> <laughs> when
0: we started like that's what when we, we started here. i
3: was gonna go with that but then i was like no like brock with no okay k is is kind of a the joke about it
0: Brock yeah, with no okay why we brought you on for
3: sure Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome yeah, um brock yeah with and, okay or brock with knock whatever you prefer
2: and brock and i started this podcast called the four-way stop um i guess in june is when we launched and basically Brock came to me probably last year and was like, Hey man, we should do a podcast. And it's always been like, okay, well, what do you want to do the podcast about? And then eventually he figured out like, yo, what if I put uh, cameras and microphones in my car? Cause he drives for uh, rideshare, R- right? ride and, and, and he's a professional driver. So like, that's what you do. You're doing it all day, every day. So why not have your riders tell funny ass stories? Cause they're already telling you the stories and then let's just create something and make people laugh to kind of like forget about life. For a little.
3: <laughs> there was one you know. story that kind of changed everything. I had these two younger writers and they, uh, this girl was like, Oh yeah, we're going to film our friend's concert or whatever. And then the girl sitting behind me was just like, I actually got kicked out of a concert last weekend. And I was just like, please do tell. And this was before like the, the podcast idea and everything. um, she goes, yeah, I ended up passing out in the bathroom before the concert even started. So her and her friend, they were like 18, 19 years old, and they uh, basically drank themselves way too far before they even left. Everything kicked in on the on the on the ride chair there. And uh, she ended, yeah passed out in the bathroom, had to ride the ambulance, got her stomach pumped. Uh, and I was like, what? What? what fucking concert were you at and she just goes oh it was the jojo siwa concert <laughs> Do you guys even know who that is i have no idea okay, I knew, I like, had well,
1: it's like one of those k-pop stars right like, isn't she
3: like it's, one of the, it's one of the disney pop stars <laughs> and like that's why it was so funny to me because it was it was that concert they
2: got hammered at a disney like pop star show that's awesome. So I was
3: just like, yeah, can we can we throw some cameras in here? It's been way too long. Like I've been doing this for six years. I've always been a chatty driver and like to get to know people. And yeah, now I now I get him to tell me ridiculous stories. Yeah, and and also
2: part of it was he Brock was was doing starting to do like stand up comedy and going to open mics and shit like that in the Chicago area. I'm based in LA. He's in Chicago. We went to high school together in Wisconsin. So that's how kind of our friendship started. Um. And he was going to open mics and just realized, like, I can't balance working. Um, you know, the open mics happen at night. The driving, the best hours to work are at night. So um, one thing we kind of wanted to do I was is going include, include, yeah <laughs> we wanted to include like stand up stand up comedians in the podcast. So um, so far, we're at what, six or seven episodes. And every episode, we have a special guest stand up comedian who rides along in the backseat and kind of brock does like an interview kind of hang out with them and that's been pretty cool like uh, i'm a personal just love stand-up comedy so it's really cool to kind of be able to give up-and-coming comedians like a platform to kind of uh show off that and then also kind of just like it's a cool way for me to discover new comedians and um kind of stay up to date on like who's the funniest new person around that can make me laugh and entertain me you know
3: (laughs) And as of, as of right now, we're just, you know, just mostly doing local talent. Um, I, I've got some reach out in the Wisconsin comedian scene as well. So we are going to dip up there for a, a couple home, like home, homebound episodes um, and feature a bunch of stories from up there and then some of the comedians from up there. So kind of keeping it open.
1: So you guys are like a brand new podcast and if you only have like six or seven episodes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: well like we we literally just started recording i think we started testing in like middle of may yeah oh wow. yeah it but was just good it's, but it's been it nonstop.
2: Like, all of june was kind of like the we kind of like to have a backlog of stories recorded so that we don't have to stress every week about like the ones he recorded this week edit them then edit our commentary over it get a stand-up comedian guest we kind of like record i don't know we probably had 30 or 40 stories recorded before we even started so we had i always back, we'll i have always tell people
3: of. i always tell people to like if i know we're going to use their story i'm like keep an eye out in like three four weeks for your episode but listen to anyone because we if it's good enough we might push it up or if it, it comes in line with the kind of theme of the episode well you know it'll get pushed up so
1: yeah so what i'm dying to know is like so I was I was in a car wreck in December and I. Oh, I awesome. My, yeah, yeah. I popped my country <laughs> cherry. I hit a deer. It was great. So. I'm just, oh, hey, there we go. Oh, 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 all oh, right. Watch out for deer. So I uh, I Ubered, ride shared, lifted for about three months, and you know sometimes when I had a fucking driver go a little off the deep end or go a little left field, I'd start recording just for the fun of it. Now I would oh, never yeah. post them as podcasts. It was more just for like just for shits and giggles but so like how, how do you get consent how do you be like hey so uh, you're on a podcast right now like because i don't know i feel like there's a lot of people who just like fuck right off and run away from you <laughs> so the,
3: the the very first day that i did that i we had everything set up i came in with kind of a hot take where i was like hey you just got stuck at a four-way stop and like a couple people were like what's what's going on and so after that i realized kind of take a back kind of take a backseat approach and now i when they get into the car i just go hey just to let you know you see the cameras and microphones nothing's recording but we do this podcast where we get the riders to try and tell us their funniest stories and then i show them we got we have a prompt list with a bunch of different topics that they can just to hopefully spark a memory that um you know, brings a good story. Uh, today we had a lady. I, I misjudged her by her cover when she was getting into the car. I was like, nope, no way. And she told she told a pretty funny story about how she, when like scammers call, how she messes with them. So like, I thought that was hilarious. You gotta keep an eye out for that one. Nice. Um, yeah. Yesterday we had an, an accidental anal story. That was
0: a that was a fan of that one. <laughs> I just want to say a question for you guys. How'd you come up with that prompt list? And like, um, I guess, when did you guys decide, hmm, a prompt list would be a good idea? And like, how'd you arrive on what's on there?
3: Very early on. um, So originally, it was we were kind of thinking about doing like, I'll just conversate with the with the riders. And you know, we'll pull whatever we can to make a good podcast. I realized very early on that that was like more during like the test recording, even, um, it just like, it wasn't going to work. I, I like, I think a day or two into it, I was like, dude, we need to, we need to prompt them or this is never going to do anything. Um, some of the things that are on here and the most, probably the most popular topic that we get is, uh, oops, I crap my pants. um, <laughs> which is surprising that it met as many people <laughs> that they want everybody, to
2: talk about that once that was on the prompt list and i like to think of it as like a living document we adjust the prompt list list as we like think of new ideas or maybe well we take them off if nobody if they're not you know they're not hitting um but they're i think i think they're just gener- they're just generic like situations that happen to everybody more or less
1: in my peak alcoholism feel free to use this one i used to go around and ask people hey what do you do in the bathroom and then because it's kind of like get the initial shock but then followed up with you know when someone knocks on the door in the stall what do you do and uh you know that never missed everybody would always respond to that and sometimes people actually gave decent responses what do you do in the bathroom that's not a bad one yeah
3: yeah feel free (laughs) (laughs) um so, Dead and Company was in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and heard so I was like, oh, they like to, you know, psychedelics all the way. So, I added, that time I did mushrooms. That was a good one. We got a, a good uh, first-time acid story out of that prompt. Um, uh, some of the other ones, stupidest injuries, worst roommate, roommate revenge, uh, vacation nightmares, uh, best fight stories uh viva las vegas that's a good one we've had a couple good ones on there
1: and chase what's your role since you're like across the u.s what what do you uh, obviously you said you edit it but what else do you like yeah zoom you in
2: no i'm not involved at all in it um in terms of in terms of (laughs) i'm just i'm just lucky to be here no i have okay brock is um what's the word uh He's a guy who's into analog. He's not he's not a he's not, no. a he's, not into, he's, he's not a technology user. Like I work my 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 actual job is in IT. So I'm like I'm like a geek kind of like tech oriented. I got like from synthesizers to like building computers like I'll do all of that shit. And so um, I can press you know, my, record. You know, my background my background is in kind of just like audio um, like like music stuff, like producing music a mixing shit like that. Um, for bands that I've been in in LA, and just kind of I'm a musician over the course of my life. And so Brock's like, um, I want to do a podcast, but he, you know, he doesn't know tech side of things. And so I mean, I'm handling the the production side of it, where I'm stitching everything together. He sends me the the you know the audio files, the video files. I stitch them together. I run the content like the you know whatever platform we push the the podcast out through um I'm managing the graphics I'm I'm kind all of doing all the I social love- media stuff and I'm and I'm kind of helping Brock like because we're both new to you know hosting podcasts and shit like that and so we're kind of learning as we go and and kind of um kind of coaching Brock necessarily like I don't have any fucking experience to coach him but like I'm list- <laughs> I'm editing his shit and I'm like bro you suck like <laughs> can you stop stuttering and saying um every other word And so we're kind of like, you know, I'm practicing my editing and getting, getting more, more hours, um, in the, in the DAW and he's getting his hosting hours and we're just kind of like both learning as we go. And it's been, um, pretty fun to kind of be.
1: It's improved.
3: It's, it's improved big time since we've started. Yeah. It's been
2: a lot of fun.
1: Uh, yeah, we are actually the opposite. Jay is into tech and he was living in SF while I've been just abroad, but, uh, he, he doesn't do much other than show up and push record sometimes. So. <laughs> there you no, I, don't
0: even, I don't even push record. Uh, he, in fact, pushes record. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's I not in the contract. Jay's contract is not push buttons. Um, that's
1: <laughs> he does like the people I have on here, though. He'll be like, why the fuck did you get this guy? Why do you keep letting this motherfucker on
2: here? And I'm like, well, what, what,
0: what the fuck? I'll be happy yeah. to report that you guys will not be included in that list. Yeah, so,
2: yeah. <laughs> appreciate
1: that you guys have done a great job. With us it's really this one guy it's really just this that's one good. fucking soundcloud rapper
0: guy
2: oh fucking pass him along let's get him on our podcast
0: oh please take him we want him gone <laughs> get him out of here
1: <laughs> iq points when you talk to him it's great he loves uh-huh. and oh boy he's great
2: oh uh, my old drummer from my old band he runs a, a wrestling podcast so we should oh, connect wow. them
1: oh
0: my i God. should yeah. pass get him
2: it. up on that that's hot
0: absolutely
2: yeah oh wow um so hold on who's the guy who's getting deported where is he (laughs) (laughs) all right so what's up with that your your visa's expired or what
0: yeah yeah basically i was on a i don't know how much how familiar you guys are with the US visa system.
2: I'm a little my girlfriend is Mexican and she's in Mexico right now. Okay. Sounds like you live in LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> LA, Mexico. It's the same thing, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, you guys got me figured out. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're she we're waiting for the she's got like got her we're basically waiting for the paperwork to finish um from the American embassy right now so she can return to the States. Um, her tourist visa just expired in January. I'm not sure. Did you have like a work visa?
3: Okay. So, Wait, I'm Chase, gonna... why don't you tell him? No, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, 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 You should definitely say your bit. Cause it'll take me a minute. So yeah.
3: Okay. Chase, you should tell him about your, your dog trying to get back to America.
0: Oh
2: man. Okay. <laughs> oh no. You guys have pets? Uh, not currently,
1: but my whole life. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, uh, during the pandemic, I adopted a small like a border collie mix. I think it's cut with like a chihuahua or something nervous. Cause it's very small. Border um, like... Is this like a pun? <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's at, dude. Uh, no. So she is just a tiny little dog. I had a bunch of obligations this summer. So I left my, I flew my dog to Mexico and left my dog with my girlfriend in Mexico. While we wait for the visa because I've been going back and forth to Mexico every month, um, spend time with her and it's expensive as shit to fly a dog like it's more than my plane ticket like having the dog round trip every flight would be more than my tickets round trip so i was like fuck that i'm gonna just leave my dog in mexico and then um when i'm done with my shit that i have to do which is like traveling for work and shit like that and um once i'm done with that i'll go to mexico retrieve my dog my dog extractor back to the states hopefully bring my girlfriend with me um So every time I try to fly out of Mexico with my dog, the airlines, like they just say she's too big and this dog like can easily fit under the seat uh, in a carrier and he can easily turn around in the carrier and uh, yeah, I tried like what fucking it was like what 10 days ago last not this past week Monday, but the week before I was in Mexico trying to leave and uh, the second time they were like, no, you can't we're not going to let you fly with your dog and what's fucking crazy is like a few days before i specifically went to the airport with the paperwork with everything to clear it to make sure it would work and they were like yep you're good and then we get there and the manager is just an asshole yeah Uh, i
3: I asked him about it the day after it happened on when we were filming and he got real fired up about it he did he he kept it pretty cool this time
2: (laughs) well i'm you know now i'm in like the depression phase because i'm like watching you know, media and there's like a little dog, and I'm like, oh fuck, man. I like just wish I had my dog here. And I'm depressed about that. Um spirit airlines. you crushed. Dude, I know. Yeah. And I mean, I even bought the VIP seats so that I would have extra leg room to put the dog under the seat just in case. And they just completely I don't know. Um said fuck you. Yeah. So now I'm like, I gotta I gotta either do a land crossing, which right now in Mexico at the border is not too Cool. If you guys have seen the news with the uh, Tijuana and the northern states uh having some crazy shit go down, yeah, um, it's a scary
1: place. In yeah, South, almost as scary as Milwaukee.
2: Oh shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Milwaukee.
2: Milwaukee, uh, man, is a uh, you know I I, I, lived, I lived in Milwaukee for two years, and it was definitely scarier than Tijuana, uh, especially in River West. No, it's fine. Um. But anyways, dude, I don't, that's a, okay. So I rambled about my dumbass ass <laughs> Oh yeah, go back uh, to, uh, here, uh, I don't yeah. give a, like, like, so yeah, I'm kind of familiar with the visa process. So you're getting, uh, you're yeah, getting yeah. back to with the
0: deportation here. business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just uh, think
2: it's, it's so funny because like, you're getting kicked out. I'm trying to bring my girl in. It's very like interesting, uh, congruency here with. Like, yeah. Like, and funnily
0: enough, at, even at my workplace, there's this, I guess, uh, they had like a, a work band and they were all very sad that I was leaving and just as I was leaving, this guy who apparently moved to Budapest in Hungary, oh, super yeah. random, was just coming back. And I guess he was in the band before, so they tr- they traded me out for somebody else. He was just a shitty horn player, though, so nobody gives a fuck. What do uh, you play? What's that? What do you play? I almost wanted to say saxophone, but no, drums. I play drums. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you played sax in this other band at work?
0: No no, I no, no no i only play drums, only play just drums. A oh, i'm just goodness.
2: being an, uh, oh all right all right yeah all right. <laughs> but yeah
0: so, so yeah
2: I, okay good
0: right.
2: oh no man i was just gonna keep rambling about music um because i saw you can buy i've always wanted to play saxophone I, that's like the instrument that i should have played except when i was auditioning in like you know grade school for band because i took piano lessons pre- previously they made me play percussion but i hit all eight notes on the saxophone on my first try when i was like 11 or something and what i was going to say How is i saw you... on amazon they have they have like plastic like trombones and, and and trumpets and shit for like 150 bucks and i'm like goddamn like i could like i could actually just get like a little knockoff plastic like sax or something cuz it's a real reed it's a real like a uh, uh, mouthpiece
0: hey, hey charlie parker played a uh, plastic sax cuz he yeah. he pawned off his metal one for heroin classic uh and i'm
2: just i'm chasing dude. that you know i'm chasing that, uh, that place a it.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyways to the deportation i have a saxophone the saxophone
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah
3: Fuck you, you. Know, you, ever drink, you ever oh, drink beer free. out of that free. saxophone
2: in shows or anything
3: we're just gonna just gonna keep cucking his deportation i'm story.
2: sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah.
0: Maybe at this rate, they'll never deport me. They'll never get to it, you know? Yeah, we're just going to keep
2: stalling. Just keep stalling. Just keep stalling.
0: Never keep stalling. Okay. You oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it in very quickly. Uh, I was in a student visa, which allows you to work, because I went to UCLA, basically graduated there, got okay. a job right afterwards, and I was able to work, like, for three years off that visa. But my company was applying for the H-1B, which is, like, the main worker visa. Uh-huh. And that's a lottery system. It's just completely based on chance. And
1: oh, Indians lost the lottery, pretty much.
0: I wouldn't say that. I think I lost the lottery because there's some Indians who had just come in the U.S. like, you know, three years before that lottery, whatever. Oh. Like, they'd come from India just for college. Yeah. And like, my roommate at the time, who's one of those Indians, got it in that first round. Oh, no I ended up not getting it, you know, for it's three rounds three years i ended up not getting it even though i've been here since i was like eight plot
1: twist we went to high school together in florida yeah so like, oh we're in florida like tampa bay area
2: Sarazota. okay i have family in tampa yeah. sure. oh that's some time down there yeah, yeah. So okay. I didn't take there. you guys for floridians but uh glad yeah. you got out i guess <laughs> yeah, so yes yes so so very happy so
0: are very happy. happy
2: yeah that's very good for you you know i'm um my heart sings for anybody who can get out of florida yeah cuz if you
1: don't you're gonna do meth and it's
3: gonna yeah, it's yeah
2: you're gonna be hanging out with the alligators like in the swamp smoking crystal meth.
3: Yeah. I mean it's like when i put it Wisconsin, that way it sounds kinda your good. Your liver is gonna fail. <laughs> your liver
1: is gonna fail. Yeah, no. Yes, it's just like absolutely. everything in drinking is a thing in Florida like Disney drinking. T- pick up your kids from school drinking. Like it's just a list.
2: I don't miss it.
0: <laughs> Dojo concert drinking. Drinking.
2: Yeah, you drop the kids off for school drinking. Go pick them up drinking.
3: Drinking. Let's keep it going. <laughs> <channel>.
1: <laughs> all
3: day. Am I the only one here that has kids?
1: Yes. I mean, yeah. we're all children of God. Oh yeah.
2: I mean. There we are...
1: gotta
2: go <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually an ordained I'm an ordained reverend actually I'm a card carrying ordained reverend since 2004 um Why? no cap <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Uh mostly just like a meme you know um I was a pretty edgy teen.
1: <laughs> I love the answer. I love the answer. Just so, so you can, like, be a total piece of shit, then pull the card out and be like, what are you going to say about it now, buddy? Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, you know, you can get ordained online, right? So you just go to the website, you pay 20 bucks, put your name in, and you get the card. Have so, you done any weddings? I trick married somebody in high school. Uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, she was like, well, now that I think about it, not too funny. <laughs> um she was a little slow and i just like said a couple of things like tricky like so that i was like i don't know how i worded but i was like basically do you take this guy mike to be your husband but the way i worded it was like kind of confusing she's like yeah and i was like cool you guys are married i'm an ordained minister and she's like what the fuck um now i feel like i was just bullying
3: her i was looking yeah. back <laughs> we did that in high school
2: but um oh, man. Oh,
3: yeah man I was, oh, <laughs> I
2: was an edgy teen i was raised catholic and then like i started you know reading books and kind of Uh, just making myself aware of um, theology and the shenanigans that go on in the Catholic church in particular, which is indefensible. Um, And so I thought it would be really funny to trigger them by being an ordained, you know, reverend at 16.
1: (laughs) Can you roll tax free now that you're an ordained reverend? Can you just like claim religious shit? I mean, you
2: can't. The thing is, I'm yeah, no, you have to be a church, right? You have to be a nonprofit or something like that in order to not, um, you know,
1: that's the next move create the church of four-way stop and then you guys are a tax-free business. i've wanted
2: to start a cult for a while so maybe this is the avenue i mean i'm in la it feels right to kind of start preaching some you know <laughs> best
1: cult in the world most yeah. like absolutely cult absolutely
0: in
2: LA. yeah i'm trying to just trying to poach some of the scientologists into our new poach. way of, it's a way of thinking it's not a cult guys it's a cult it's, is gonna, gonna have a lot of poop involved yeah, the poop. That's your. That's your cult. You're not invited into mine, bro <laughs>
1: <laughs> We were both wondering about the butt stuff. There's a lot of butt stuff on your website. There's a lot of butt stuff even come up here, like actual Tons. Anal, like, is there is there something we're missing here? Are you guys hinting at something?
3: Anything? No, not really. It's just what people are giving us. But stuff. Trying... <laughs> You're trying giving butt trying. They're giving you butt stuff. <laughs> They're giving us butt stuff. <laughs>
2: I mean <laughs> Thank
1: you. That was good. <laughs> this is where we like demand more from the public. Like if we want to see change in society, we have to ask everyone to do better. Do better than butt stuff. Come on. Not no, you no, guys, no. but the people giving it to you. Just be like, hey, come
2: You're on. Right. Come You're on. right. Have
1: you
3: never done butt stuff? Like <laughs> I I'm please. I'm not not sure. Do <laughs> <I'm>... better. <laughs>
2: There's nothing better, boys. There's
3: not <laughs> <You're my> <laughs>
0: Depending on how you, depending on which end you're at, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Look,
1: actually, funny enough, I just had anal surgery this month, so I, I'll tell you the butt stuff that I've been enduring the last month—not pleasant. Uh, I definitely. Is it
3: because you got something stuck, or?
1: No, no. So like, I had this <laughs> okay. thing called uh, it was called a fistula, where like a tract goes out and forms an abscess, like. There's supposed to be your vein doing the normal thing, but this time it doesn't do the normal thing. So it forms an abscess about the size of a kiwi. And I was like, Yeah, I was like walking around with this thing. And then they drain it. And then they knocked me out, drugged me up, cut it open, severed it. And then I had to like this big open wound in my taint for like the last three weeks. God damn. I absolutely know how women feel on their period because every pair of underwear, just blood, wet, blood. I'm like, Oh, yeah. All right. I feel a little more, a little more woke. Now,
2: what pads were the most absorbent that you found? What brand? You know
1: what? I, I'm a man, so I raw dog that bitch. I just let the pants ruin. I, I threw That's away. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wore my linen pants one day just to let people know I'm a fucking savage. Sat it's, down it's... on public spaces, you know. You're Actually, an ally. Actually, you're, he's you're wearing red now.
0: He's wearing red now at the bottom, so he's clearly evolved <laughs> his thinking. They, they were white when I bought them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. There you go. At least you got all the spots, dude.
1: So, so where can we find you guys' stuff, by the way?
3: Go ahead, Jace.
2: Okay. Yeah, you can find us. Um, just go online to any social media for, and put in four way stop with the number four um, or go no. to fourwaystop.com uh, and throw it out.
3: What? Only on Instagram is it the four we we need to change that and just type it out because on twitter is... on
2: twitter instagram and tiktok we are the number four way stop oh is it
3: okay i don't know anything don't listen to me
2: yeah i managed you asked me what else i do i manage the social media as well um <laughs> <laughs> so
3: wait so four way find way me way... on instagram at brock
1: with no k wait, are you four-way stop lee chen or are you four-way stop with the stop sign mm,
2: what are you looking on mm. you
1: said on instagram is the number four right
2: four-way Four. start podcast
1: podcast okay so you're not lee chen no okay i found you yeah
2: four-way star podcast and that and that will be on tiktok i think YouTube, youtube too, too. <laughs> fucking
1: that's
0: actually lee chen right there dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen um yeah We're
0: gonna
3: what I said, we're going to get around one of the episodes. Oh, like, oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You we'll got to get out.
2: them. We'll reach yeah. out. And oh, yeah. yeah. So, so we're on there. We have a mailing list. We're trying to get people to join. And I just sent an email, like, so you can directly hear when an episode drops. Um, yeah. We're just kind of, I mean, dude, we're, we're so new. We're just trying to build like the base right now. We're just trying to get like in front of people and yeah. get people to just know that we're there. And also, like, especially like the standup comedy angle is I think really unique about it is there's an opportunity for people who are fans of standup comedy to discover kind of this like subculture that's bubbling in Chicago. And we're kind of getting a little bit of a slice of life with those comedians that Brock has met through his adventures into the standup comedy scene in Chicago.
1: Yeah. Brock, are you still doing comedy? Or are you doing any open mic?
3: Uh, so I'll pop in and do an open mic maybe every, every other week um just to stay fresh with the faces and uh recruit 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 the other comedians and you know just networking and and trying to get them get them on
2: Yeah, I was listening to y'all's last episode with that uh, musician guy was it like hot uh Yeah, he, uh, was, uh, Apollo yeah, yeah. Oh, Apollo. he was Apollo or something Hot Apollo
1: Yeah, that was not normal. That was not a normal. <laughs> guess.
2: He he had well. It was you guys had an interesting conversation, which was basically like, how do you get discovered? How do you network when you you know you're talking about the Toronto music scene, and it's kind of like the same thing. You just have to go out and support people, and the more you go out into the scene, the more you participate, the more you show face and meet people, the more likely it is that you're gonna get booked. The more likely it is you're gonna you're gonna make friends and kind of truly get enveloped into the scene instead of being like an outsider who's like. Oh, I just like cold called all these bars to try and get a slot at one of their, you know, shows, you know, you guys know what it's like. Pretending so, to
1: be somebody else. Like, yes, I'm the manager <laughs> of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just way more effective to just show the fuck up. And because that's where the connections happen. It's it's all about who you know in this business. You that's know? why
1: they call you Chase Effectivo.
2: <laughs> Chase in the bag, baby. <laughs> <Effectivo>. <laughs>
1: these, this networking stuff.
2: Yeah. That was not yeah.
1: a typical episode. We're usually funnier than that
2: yeah i I thought it was a you know i mean i guess i related to it just the conversation y'all i I appreciate
1: that you got something out of it that's what it's all about we uh this week's is we talked to the head of a trump club and city council member in florida so that was was also hell yeah yeah the thing is it's kind of disappointing the only (laughs) thing that are kind of cool is like he talks all over us and then says really bold statements like he's drinking the trump kool-aid so like so hard he's drinking it so
0: hard
2: i mean this is the not soft podcast right so yeah see we didn't even tell <laughs> yeah, the there name you of go. the
1: podcast we just said we're doing a podcast so
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> he just came he just came hard as fuck ready to roll for trump baby.
1: <laughs> apparently oliver north is on his podcast and i'm like no shit
2: yeah i know
1: but like yeah <laughs>
2: i mean it's yeah. a name that i you know name. hey he's got he's able to get names i recognize you know that's like,
1: sexy
2: uh, right? you're yeah. Yeah, right yeah exactly sexy. the conservatives probably love that you know yeah. they're probably
0: all over that
1: yeah so um we're almost done with these guests i think we've got like two more one of them's actually interesting he was like a negotiator slash uh
0: yeah fbi fbi negotiator.
1: cancer survivor oh. too. um but after we're done with that we're going back to fucking something else we're going back to crazy stories about how i killed 40 people on a boat or how he became the world's strongest man we're we're, we're gonna get back to being funny.
0: indian indian man. yeah
1: because it, it's hard being funny talking to such a diverse crowd
2: yeah absolutely i think brock probably can relate to that yeah you
1: you, to... How, yeah you know i guess last question would be like how many people do you try and do this podcast with or like how many recordings do you have that are just shit that are like You know what that's really not funny or like how many people cross a line and it's like wow didn't realize that was going to take a turn for the racist like
3: yeah we um we i haven't really had anything that's like turned like that um there's definitely been a, a lot of stories where they're like oh my god like I was, I was with these people and we had i had 13 shots and I, I, I and we got wasted oh my god it was so hilarious and it's like okay yeah but like what happened like you you know you wake up with dicks drawn on your face or no i don't really remember i was i was super hammered And it's oh like but it was god. hilarious so it's kind of like yeah you had to be there like but tell me what was funny about it like yeah, yeah that's a drinking yeah. story but it's I'd not say funny it's, unless it's there's
2: 30, details 30 of the stories are usable i'd say based on what i've kind of come to okay
0: it seems like uh, so I, not, people, aren't profe-
2: people aren't professional storytellers you know the, you're getting you're getting you're throwing a cold you're throwing you're not you don't have your story practiced necessarily you know it's not entertaining in the way because you're like oh wait actually i gotta go back and you're telling about this other thing so the next part makes you know they don't have their timeline figured out so it can kind of be all over the place um one guy that you had that really pissed me off he was like uh telling a story about how he went out to eat and the the staff uh fucked him and so he's like i'm not not gonna tip him and like uh i'm i'm correct for like not tipping the staff oh no it was because
3: they added the tip on the on the the total. It was some. Yeah, it was so, some.
2: Yeah, it was like just some, you know, some nuance with the with the billing, and the guy was like, "I'm just going to completely stiff the entire staff," and he thought it was like totally funny and like, uh, yeah. We, yeah, we would be on his side. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah,
1: those are like the guys who laugh about roofie jokes. You yeah,
2: know? yeah, 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 Why yeah, yeah. Just like, just like, uh, evil country club type dudes, you know. Yeah,
1: the worst type of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, gotta thank you guys for your time because i honestly yeah. i could totally do a whole nother hour with you guys and also i had another zoom account i don't know why i logged into this one but i have a pro one don't think i'm poor please
2: uh <laughs> i'm poor yeah, look dick yeah. look dick don't worry
1: about
0: <laughs> it <All right. laughs> come on <laughs> the name is Karam chan you know i also work in it so i gotta have a <laughs> well yeah, thank you all... thank you uh brock with knock and lee chen With okay i <laughs> <Chen>. really appreciate <laughs> your okay. time and uh yeah keep your guys podcast going that seems like an awesome oh yeah
1: right. this will be up in about three to four weeks
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> cool well i'm subscribed to your shit so i'll get a notification when it goes live i'll be listening
1: thanks trump guys up today
2: oh hell yeah i'll check it oh
1: out. hell yeah brother all
2: right <laughs> all right later guys make america great right, right. again hashtag right.
0: not soft
1: if you guys are,